0: Danny and Kate show. Good morning. Thank you for being with us. And I have been gaining weight like there's no tomorrow and I would love to blame it on the quarantine, but I've been working out a lot. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. I just keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter. I'm not eating uh, unhealthy per se. I'm doing three miles a day on my elliptical, but I, I guess that's the only exercise I'm getting. So maybe I need more exercise. I don't know. I'm watching my calories. I'm watching what I eat. Um, but it is what it is. And I was reading an article as I'm doing my research on how to, uh, maintain my weight and try to lose weight. And it turns out that having more money inspires people to eat more. Apparently the university of Buffalo research found that citizens of countries gain weight as their country gets richer. The team looked at 40 years of data from 147 countries and found that 1% rise per capita income is associated with 1.23% rise in obesity among men and a 10.1% increase in obesity among women. My point is, the reason I'm fat, according to this study, is because everybody got a stimulus check. So I'm going to go ahead and need everybody to give that money back so that way I can lose weight. (laughs) I know that's gonna be impossible, but what do I do? I don't know, am I alone? Have you gotten heavier as you've made more money with this stimulus check? Did this Did this stimulus check help you get fatter? Or were you always fat? I don't know, I wanna hear your stories. One eight seven seven 516 let us go to line number one. Have you gained weight at all? What do you got? No,
1: I actually haven't lost a bunch of weight since I can afford a trainer or workout equipment. Money was the
0: best thing that happened to me. I would never actually go to the gym if I didn't invest in it. The Mm. money keeps me going because I don't want to be throwing away cash. Yeah, no, that's true. I appreciate you calling in. So he's saying with his extra money, he he got himself a trainer. Maybe that's what I should do. I should throw a little cash. I'm not going to do that. That just seems like a waste of money. But I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Let's go to line two. You got a little more money. What did you do with it? Has it has it helped you get bigger or have you gotten heavier because of it? Hey, you know, it's like more money, more cheese. Yeah. I just buy way more expensive food right now and it's not necessarily any healthier. It's like I'll splurge on fancy cheese and <laughs> meanwhile, all the really affordable vegetables yeah. are just left behind at the grocery store loving your cheese that's what i get from you i love cheese loving cheese i can't have cheese lactose intolerant that's a part that i don't understand i'm not eating you know i'm not eating red meats anymore i'm not eating cheeses anymore i'm watching my calories i guess you could say i'm having too many carbs that's a possibility because i'm eating chicken and rice mostly so maybe i could cut the rice out i'm just gonna get to the point where i say screw it And all I'm gonna eat all day long is oatmeal, but even that's probably the wrong thing to do. I'm just tired of it, I'm tired of always eating. I'm never happy, every meal I get to is like a new battle of like, ah, crap, I'm hungry, I gotta eat again. What am I gonna eat? I don't know, I don't wanna eat anything. I'm tired of being fat, but I guess I'm not alone. Ah, man, oh man. We're gonna take a little break. (laughs) I didn't mean to bring it down, I'm sorry. A lot of people are like, this guy's just not having a good day. I hope he's okay. I hope he can make it through this. I know I will. Yeah, I'll do. All right. So we're going to talk about looking at your phone uh, before bed. Can't seem to go to sleep. Got some problems. With uh, with the uh, you know gaining weight and you know going to sleep at nighttime, a lot of it evolves around my phone. I'm like watching protest all the time and all these things, and I'm constantly going, "Babe, did you see this? Did you see that?" And I'm texting my friends. I'm tagging people in it. So we're gonna talk about looking at your phone before bed. So let's see how everybody else reacts. Stick around. It's Danny and Kate. The Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So what do you avoid looking at on your phone before bed? According to a new survey, over 70% of us said they can't sleep when their phone is lighting up next to their bed. They're constantly looking at it. In fact, according to the same study, over 30% of people said they discovered themselves picking up the phone and looking at it, even though they were asleep. Like they did it asleep. They grabbed the phone, they started to look at it and then woke up like, what the hell am I doing? Am I looking at my phone right now? Why did I do this? It's crazy. Uh, 15% of the people surveyed said they have to go as far as putting their phone in another room. In another room. I got to charge it over there because if it's near my bed, I can't resist the urge. It's like a phone crack. It's it's drugs on my nightstand and I got to pick it up and give myself a hit before I go back to sleep. So how do you react to it? What do you avoid looking at on your phone before bed? Do you do anything that you avoid to try to keep you calm before bed? one 516 let us go to line number one. Good morning. What do you avoid looking at? Hello?
2: I try to stay away from anything work-related. Yeah. Sometimes I get a late-night email, but I'll just let it be unanswered. Because if I start looking at it, it'll most likely aggravate me. It's easier for me to pass out when I don't have work stuff hanging over my head.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. You know, and I appreciate you calling in. I forget what country it was, but there was one country that passed a law. I think it was Spain that said it was illegal for your company to email you work-related items while you're not at work over the weekend or while you're at home. I like that law. I think that's a great law. Because how many times have you been... All right, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. You get an email. Hey, we're going to talk tomorrow about this. Ah, oh, son of a... Tomorrow? What? And then you're having a hard time sleeping, and then you got to go to work the next day, and you're nervous, and finally you go in, and they're like, yeah, I'm glad you came in. Uh, we're thinking about putting a new water cooling system in the break room. Seriously? You emailed me last night at 7 o'clock at night for that? I spent all evening worried, thinking about how am I going to survive? Oh, I hate this job. I don't like anybody here you guys all suck no no yeah water cooler is good let's go to line number two what do you avoid looking at uh uh before you go to bed i stopped going on twitter late at night yeah oh, i just yeah. end up falling down a well of bad news that's true you
3: know like i'll be up for hours and i'm just looking at all of it and then i toss and turn and i have the worst dream yeah
0: the world is just such a mess right now. No, I agree. It is a mess. And that's what I, that's why I said earlier, I've just going through protest and it's like protest, 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 protest. And you see things that make you mad and you get more and more angry. And then you see people post things that make you mad you get more and more angry. And then you get to a point where you're just like, I really don't like people. I just don't in general. I don't like you. If I have to see another post of. I'm gonna delete people. I decided to delete four more people. Oh God, no one cares who you're deleting or not deleting. I love how people make the announcement like whatever they're doing is so important. Like it's a press release. Thank you all for coming out today. I just have to do some house cleaning notes here. Yesterday we made the decision to delete four members of my family due to radical thought processes that I don't agree with. Alright, thanks Karen. You have like 50 friends on your list. I don't even know how I got on this list. I don't even know you, but. And then they they always put, if you're still reading this, you're one of my close friends. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't know who you are. (laughs) I genuinely don't know. I don't even know why I'm reading this right now. I should be asleep. It's crazy. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) There's that. Oh, man. So, we're going to take a little break when we come back. Let's talk about bars. They're starting to open up a little bit, but I want to ask you the question. Now that you've had a chance to drink at home, uh, do you prefer drinking at home or going to bars? We'll open up the phone lines and ask that question. Coming up, it's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Thanks for hanging with us. So um, what do you think about drinking? I'm not talking about just normal drinking. How do you feel about drinking at home compared to drinking in a bar of course now that some of the bars are opening up there's always different rules some force you to eat uh depending on the state you're in other people can just go to a bar and get a beer but now that we've all had plenty of time to just drink at home i'm sure your home bar is amazing what do you prefer do you prefer drinking at home now do you prefer going out to a bar do you like the the environment of being around other drunk people and strangers you don't know or do you find it too risky what do you think? Let's go to the phone lines one eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. Do you prefer drinking at home or going to a bar? Good morning. What do you think?
3: Hey, Alex, hey, hey, I have to say. Um, I prefer going to bars. Okay, why? You know, it's just it's so much more festive and lively and oh it's just there's people around. there's a reason to dress up. There's a reason to do your hair, It's just staying home. I don't know. It just gets a little
0: boring just drinking at home all the time. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, all the time is probably the reason you have an issue. If you're, <laughs> I'm just so tired of getting drunk Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Is there any days of the week I missed? I mean, all the time. It's just like, oh, here I am again, having another pint of vodka. So boring. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the issue. I don't know. Let's go to line number two: one eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. Do you prefer drinking at home or going to bars? I definitely prefer drinking at home. Why? I hate going to bars. It's always crowded and noisy. Yeah. Plus, I'm married, and I'm not looking to go out and meet people. The bar scene is not for me. Yeah. Also a lot cheaper to stay home and drink it's true it is i agree with you there you don't have to worry about getting a ride home just mosey on over to your couch and pass out hopefully you got your gatorade next to you and your bananas or whatever you whatever you drink or eat the next morning everyone's got a different hair of the dog type thing that they want to do i don't know i agree with you there i think drinking at home but i i also do i i'm a dj so, I love going out to the club. I love mixing. I mean, I don't go to the club myself, but when I'm, you know, DJing, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the atmosphere. I don't know if that's coming back anytime soon. I really don't. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll take a little break and return. When you come back, we're going to talk about my gray hair. My gray hair. Do you have gray hair? Are you going gray prematurely? Do you blame anybody for your gray hair? Let's talk about getting gray hair in a moment. Why? Because I have it on my face. I'm bald. Otherwise, it's probably on my head too. But we'll talk about that coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So let's talk about gray hair for a minute because I have gone completely gray. I used to be a redhead. I had a full frothy head of hair. It was awesome. It was just I could spike it. I could do anything I wanted with it. It was glorious, and then it slowly started to go away. It thinned out, and I blame my ex-wife. She stressed me out, stressed me out so bad for 10 years, my hair left my body. It was like, you know what, screw this, man, I'm out. Peace, and it took off. It slowly you know, broke off my head and never came back, and then the hair that did stick around was just so scared it turned gray. I don't know why I'm still here. I'm going to change color so no one can see me. So I don't know. All right, have you gone gray yet? Are you getting gray hairs? Do you blame anybody for your gray hairs? One eight seven seven 516 9981. I'm just curious. What do you blame? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. I blame my birth control. I think I would have been fine if i taken the same pill regularly, but with my insurance constantly changing at
3: my job, I've had to take a different pill every year. Each pill affects my body in a different way, and this
0: year I have way more gray. Way more gray. Blaming her birth control pill. You know, there's actually something to it. I mean, it does affect your hormones, so I'll give you that. I mean, I'm not taking birth control pills, but, you know, I've been around people who are, which... Is close enough, I think. Um, <laughs> let's go to line number two. What do you blame for your uh, hair going gray? My
1: job is so stressful. I know it's contributed to my grays. Yeah. Uh, you know, my boss is always breathing down my neck. I have a team of like seven people mm. that work under me. And, you know, it's it's just a lot of responsibility. Yeah. I mean, I do like my job, but it's definitely loaded with stress.
0: Lots of stress from the gray hairs all right well appreciate you guys calling in we're gonna take a little break we'll be back in a moment it's danny and kate danny and kate on your morning drive good morning to you so here you go we're gonna give you some good news we got 10 good news stories from the protests these are 10 good news stories are you ready for this mm-hmm. i like some good stories the tennessee national guard was set up in front of the state capitol on monday in full right gear But the protesters were peaceful and started calling them to lay down their riot shields. So they did. This was the National Guard. Um, They started chanting, asking the National Guard and state troopers, why are you in riot gear? Republican and a couple of Democrat members remained on the Capitol balcony while several Dem lawmakers were down with the protesters. They said it was quite a moment when the National Guard and everybody, they laid down all of their riot gear and they joined in solidarity with the crowd that's awesome it was an amazing moment everybody was crying in the crowd it was a really surreal moment that wasn't the only one though police in cities across the nation the country began taking a knee to show support of the protesters drone footage of 50 cops in north carolina uh doing the same thing has been trending online they all took a knee with the protesters uh, as as a way to show they understand their pain in the community the uh, faypd uh, which I'm assuming stands for whatever city in North Carolina, uh, took a knee. Uh, they also stood for justice for everyone. They put their hands up and they showed one love. Unbelievable stories. A, a former firefighter who spent uh, who uh, owned a sports bar in Minneapolis lost everything to looters, but after his emotional interview went viral, people started donating a GoFundMe, and now he has over a million dollars to help him rebuild. Wow. Um, he said, you know, the video went viral. He he said this isn't even protesting anymore people are going too far and he was crying um he said why my business why my business we played for you but it's got a lot of bad words and we're still in the air people across the country have been coming out to help their local businesses and owners clean up after their neighborhoods were trashed by looters graffiti cleaning crew everyone just turned up out of the blue many of them neighbors but seeing other people start to paint over the graffiti they wanted to paint over it too so they went out and they went through. and A lot of them were on inside buildings of Walmarts and Targets and CVS. I've
3: seen this in a lot of places. I saw um, a reporter go live in Sacramento the other morning, and there were people out cleaning up graffiti, trash, helping clean up the glass from the broken windows, helping board up the businesses for the subsequent you know nights of protesting that were about to happen. Yeah. So I've seen it all over.
0: A group of protesters in Louisville formed a human chain around a cop who got separated from his unit. The group in Brooklyn blocked all doors for CVS from people from looting it. They didn't want people to go in and ruin it because it was their local CVS. A group of Mennonites in Minneapolis joined protesters the other day with signs that said, standing against systems of oppression and justice for George Floyd. You know it's bad when the Mennonites are coming out. (laughs) They're pretty pissed off. A six-year-old girl heard about George Floyd and made a sign with rainbows on it that said, be kind she held her own peaceful protest outside of her house for neighbors to go by. And people honked and waved at her. Unbelievable. So cute with her signs that say, be kind. Of course, in case you missed it, we talked about it yesterday. The sheriff in Flint, Michigan asked protesters if uh, if he could walk with them. And he did. I they did a parade.
3: I saw, and I really wish I could figure out where it was from. Because I saw someone just um, like story it from, like it was on the television. Um, but somewhere there was protesting happening, and the sheriff of that area went out and announced to the crowd, if you abide by the curfew laws, we won't be here. We will take our police presence away, and you can protest peacefully. No police presence, no aggression, no need to feel you know, any of that animosity as long as you abide by the curfew laws, and they did.
0: Wow. Uh, A cop in Shreveport, Louisiana, hugged and comforted a protester who was crying. Someone posted the video on Twitter. He kept saying, I understand, I'm just as angry. Um, And they were holding each other. Thousands of people across cities all over the world have joined in peaceful protest and now have been marching through the streets, including cities in Mexico, Canada, UK, Australia, Germany, France, Italy, Denmark, New Zealand, Brazil, and even Syria. Syria? Syria? That's crazy.
3: You know, it's bad when third world countries are like, hey. Syria's like, hey. Y'all got a problem.
0: Yeah, like America's got issues. (laughs) Hey, guys. Have you seen what's going on in America? Woo. Glad we're here in Syria. So, yeah. So those are some good stories. Those are the positive stories out there. And I think
3: we need to remember that, that as much as the media likes to... Play the destruction on repeat <clears throat> things like this are happening more than the destruction is happening
0: yeah and i think this is against what uh you know we're gonna see this more and more and i think this is going to be planting the seeds of hope and growth that america needs i think that this is going to have i think george floyd with his death is going to create a massive change in America. I hope it is. I hope this is correct where we learn from this. And as we start to go forward, we don't forget George Floyd's name and he becomes the name of the time period where it changed, where it stopped, where we became aware, where in any conversation from this point on, we can say, hey, remember what happened with George Floyd? And we go, yeah, that was not a good time period. This is something that we can, we can learn from and grow from. And if we don't, then we'll be here again in 20 years or 10 years. But I don't think that's going to happen this time. I really don't. I hope that's the case. So anywho, we'll take a little break. We'll be back.
3: It's Danny and Kate.
0: Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for hanging with us today Hopefully you're having a good day and enjoying yourself. So I wanted to uh, go into my favorite thing Which is Craigslist. I didn't even know Craigslist still existed Until I saw a story about missed connections So I went in there and I took a peek a pool. and geez louise Is there a lot of lonely people? In the world so I'm gonna read to you some missed connections from our neighborhood right now so these are people that you may or may not know um okay so here you go <laughs> these are some local missed connections if this happens to be you feel free to call in at one 516 9981 to claim your missed connections post otherwise I guess sit back relax and enjoy the crazy this one says looking for Superman don't miss out on the beautiful features, amazing body, come over for some quick activity. Love sweet honey, and I always love to cuddle. <laughs> okay, um, a snap buddy, looking for someone to snap with, exchange dirty words and pics. You know, I just really want to see some dirty stuff. <laughs> These are actual misconnection posts from our neighborhood. Oh, geez, Louise. Okay, here you go. Hey, uh, if you happen to be the manager at Jack in the Box, va 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 voom. I'd love to get a Whopper, if you know what I mean. Hit me up sometime. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't think the Whopper's from Jack in the Box. I think someone's got the wrong person. Uh, someone else posted, I'm looking for a friend to hang out with, do chill things with, and of course, more when we're feeling it I mean, not looking for a relationship, just looking for fun, I'm lacking So send me like a pic, a phone number, a little bit about yourself, maybe we can meet up tonight or tomorrow <laughs> Don't want to sound desperate, but you are sounding completely desperate Again, these are misconnections from our area, and these are just from yesterday alone just from yesterday alone. Hey, what's up? I'm a male looking for a female. And I think the important question is, is what's your favorite color? Mine's green. If yours is green as well, we have something in common. <laughs> Are these genuine pickup lines, ladies? Do these work for you? Well, he said he's into green. That's what I'm into. Um, and finally, this is it. I met you at Smart and Final. Uh, you were wearing a gray and white paint suit, older and attractive. You were very friendly. I meant to talk more. We both left at the same time. I'm a 51 year old male and I'm fit. And if you're that lady, I'd love to go to Smart and Final with you again. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go to Smart and Final with you again. <laughs> that is. That is a lot of fun. Um, There you go. Hopefully everybody found so much joy in that. A lot of lonely people. They should change it from misconnections to lonely people. So anyway, there's that happening in our neighborhood. We'll take a break and be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So if you're a Tiger King fan, this is something that's gonna shock you to your core. Not shock you because it's shocking, more of like, we're like, hey, we told you so. But everybody's like, Carol Baskin murdered her ex-husband. Well, it looks like more arrows are pointing to that direction as Tiger King County Sheriff in Florida has declared that the will of Carol Baskin's long-missing husband was forged. But because the statute of limitations has expired, there's nothing they can do about it. Here he is talking about it.
3: The only update was the fact that they called in some experts to say that the the will was a forgery and I had already told them, you know, that what
0: you know two months ago. Wait, the will is a forgery? Oh yeah, no, they had two experts deem it one hundred percent a forgery. One hundred percent a forgery. Carol Baskin killed her husband whacked him. <laughs> so I don't know, something's going on there. That seems to be progressing along. Uh, America's Got Talent had a new episode last night, and Sophia Vergara was on. Vergara, Vera, Vergara, Vergara. I always butcher her last name, but either way, you know who I'm talking about beautiful lady from uh, popular actress. Anyway, she was on, and there was a ten year old uh, Robert uh, B. who did a performance of "Shallow" from A Star Is Born. She got the golden buzzer. He said he was bullied. Here's that performance.
1: is unbelievable
2: you are so likable so humble bearing in mind you've got this you must have great friends (laughs) yeah great parents but sometimes I do get bullied so do you you're 10 years old that's impossible to sing like that at 10 years old and you know what let's see who is going to bully you after this
0: There it is. Well, what a good moment for everybody to watch. Um, we're going to take a little break. We're going to be back in a moment, so stick around. We got your stupidest person of the day. It's right here with Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere.
2: Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine.
0: That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is a brother and sister duo who went on TikTok and posted videos of himself. His brother and his sister doing the shock Caller Challenge while ordering food through a drive through window. It is quite possibly the stupidest thing you could ever watch. We have so much things going on in the world and they thought this is what they're going to do with their time. So I give you the stupidest family I could find on TikTok, which was very difficult because I do find a lot of stupid people on TikTok. But here you go. These are the stupidest of the day. Shot Caller Brother Edition. Oh yeah! Baby! <laughs> Hi there, how are you? How are you? Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I get two small blizzard please? Oreo <laughs> <Mario> cheesecake? <laughs> Shot collar. This is what you guys wanted. Ah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't don't. Can I
3: please get a large no oh, oh, oh. <laughs> a large fries? <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yeah, of course they do recommend not wearing a shock collar if you're a human, but if you're that stupid, then you probably should wear one. I mean, I hope they wear it all the time and just continue to shock themselves. I mean, the only thing about this that wasn't shocking to me was the fact that they were doing it because the more videos you see of this family, you go, well, it makes sense, you know? Darwin has a way of waiting out certain families. <laughs> so, I don't know. The next one will be shock collar in a pool ends tragically in one TikTok video. <laughs> I hope not, but man, that's pretty stupid. Anyway, there's your dumbest person of the day. We'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate.
2: Wake up.
1: It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax.
0: They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Danny and Kate show, good morning to you. Welcome to Wednesday, or as I like to call it, hashtag lights back on Wednesday. Lights back on. Because it was blackout Tuesday yesterday, so now we're lights back on Wednesday.
3: I got the reference.
0: You didn't? Cheesy. Oh, well. Here we are. We're doing our thing. A lot of people were uh were were uh they went they went dark yesterday. They blacked out on Tuesday. It started with what was supposed to be a record industry thing, then it moved over to radio, then everybody was participating and they put um uh they did they stopped posting on social media and put up uh just like a black s- uh, screen and then they put a uh, hashtag blackout Tuesday
3: well it was it actually started on social media and radio kind of picked it up it was yeah, actually
0: opposite and then everybody was doing it and then you know then it became the thing to do and it was popular um, so then like football teams brought it up and the 49ers they joined in because they're like hey we want to show solidarity of course that backfired um because it was the San Francisco 49ers. You might recognize them. They were the ones that fired Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Yeah. So uh, after the 49ers joined in, ex-niner Eric Reed called him hypocrite saying, I think you really meant blackball Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> yeah, his former teammate Eric Reid, who took a knee with him, got on Twitter and called the 49ers hypocrites for jumping on the bandwagon after blackballing Colin Kaepernick.
3: For the same thing, for peaceful protesting.
0: Peaceful protesting after the Niners posted an all-black image of the caption, Blackout Tuesday. He uh, you said you think you mean Black Ball Tuesday, followed up by tweeting out a dictionary definition of the word hypocrisy. 49 niner CEO Jed York did donate $1 million to help minorities a few days ago, and another former teammate, wide receiver Tory Smith, offered some support. Tory said he never heard York tell any of his players not to kneel, but Eric tweeted back, quote, I've never heard him say don't kneel because you never knelt. He begged me not to kneel. Oh, so he said you never heard it because you didn't do it.
2: hmm
0: Wow. So-, so yeah, so some it went good for some and for others, not so much.
3: You know, I think that's the hypocritical thing about all this is the people who are mad about the protesting like we're probably the same people who were mad when Kaepernick took a knee or when Kobe Bryant yeah. wore the I can't breathe shirt at an mm-hmm. NBA game in honor of Eric uh, Garner. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can't be mad at both of them.
0: I think it was LeBron James who did that actually.
3: No, it was Kobe. His wife was posted a photo of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a few of them did it, but he did as well.
0: Yeah, so there was, there was a lot of these silent protests that uh, we're kind of like foreshadowing to, hey guys, something's wrong.
3: Like pay attention. Pay
0: attention. We got a problem. And um, and now here we are. So uh, we'll go over last night's events. We got some good news too. And I don't want there to be, you know, I, I think the media and we're part of it. We highlight the negative because let's be honest, everybody's pretty morbid. Uh, if I put up a good story on Facebook, it'll get maybe 10, 15 interactions. I put up a negative story, it'll get 30, 40 shares and thousands of comments and likes. Why do we react that way? It goes back to the old accident on the freeway thing we all do. We slow down and we look at an accident, but we never slow down and look at a positive thing. It's just human nature. It is what it is. So even though most of you won't care, we'll still talk about some positive things that are coming up because I think that's the direction we have to go. You have to kind of stand out against the grain and go, "You know what? Screw it. I know you guys don't want to hear this, but there's some good things that are happening in the world.
3: There's a lot.
0: And we'll tell you some of the good things. And that way maybe maybe in turn, you'll start looking for the good things. And you'll you'll start spreading the good things. And hopefully, maybe maybe it starts with us, maybe it starts with other people, maybe we're not that important, but Geez, we can try. So that's what we're gonna try to do today. So we're gonna try to give you some of the good things, some of the good stuff coming up.
3: It's Danny and Kate.
0: Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. So here you go. We're gonna give you some good news. We got ten good news stories from the protest. These are ten good news stories. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I like some good stories. The Tennessee National Guard was set up in front of the state capitol on Monday in full riot gear. But the protesters were peaceful and started calling them to lay down their riot shields. So they did. This was the National Guard. Um, They started chanting, asking the National Guard and state troopers, why are you in riot gear? Republican and a couple of Democrat members remained on the Capitol balcony while several Dem lawmakers were down with the protesters. They said it was quite a moment when the National Guard and everybody, they laid down all of their riot gear and they joined in solidarity with the crowd that's awesome it was an amazing moment everybody was crying in the crowd it was a really surreal moment that wasn't the only one though police in cities across the nation the country began taking a knee to show support of the protesters drone footage of 50 cops in north carolina uh doing the same thing has been trending online they all took a knee with the protesters uh, as as a way to show they understand their pain in the community the uh, faypd uh, which I'm assuming stands for whatever city in North Carolina, uh, took a knee. Uh, they also stood for justice for everyone. They put their hands up and they showed one love. Unbelievable stories. A, a former firefighter who spent uh, who uh, owned a sports bar in Minneapolis lost everything to looters, but after his emotional interview went viral, people started donating a GoFundMe, and now he has over a million dollars to help him rebuild. Wow. Um, he said, you know, the video went viral. He... He said, this isn't even protesting anymore. People are going too far. And he was crying. Um, He said, why my business? Why my business? We played for you, but it's got a lot of bad words and we're still in the air. People across the country have been coming out to help their local businesses and owners clean up. After their neighborhoods were trashed by looters, graffiti cleaning crew, everyone just turned up out of the blue. Many of them neighbors. But seeing other people start to paint over the graffiti, they wanted to paint over it too. So they went out and they went through and a lot of them were on side buildings of Walmarts and Targets and CBS. I've
3: seen this in a lot of places. I saw um, a reporter go live in Sacramento the other morning and there were people out cleaning up graffiti trash, helping clean up the glass from the broken windows, helping board up the businesses for the subsequent, you know, nights of protesting that were about to happen. Yeah. So I've seen it all over.
0: A group of protesters in Louisville formed a human chain around a cop who got separated from his unit. The group in Brooklyn blocked all doors for CVS from people from looting it. They didn't want people to go in and ruin it because it was their local CVS. A group of Mennonites in Minneapolis joined protesters the other day with signs that said, standing against systems of oppression and justice for George Floyd. You know it's bad when the Mennonites are coming out. (laughs) They're pretty pissed off. A six-year-old girl heard about George Floyd and made a sign with rainbows on it that said, be kind. She held her own peaceful protest outside of her house for neighbors to go by, and people honked and waved at her. Unbelievable! So cute with her signs that say "Be kind." Of course, in case you missed it, we talked about it yesterday. The sheriff in Flint, Michigan, asked protesters if uh, if he could walk with them, and he did. I they did a parade.
3: I saw, and I really wish I could figure out where it was from because I saw someone just um, like story it from like it was on the television, um, but somewhere there was protesting happening, and the sheriff of that area went out and announced to the crowd, if you abide by the curfew laws, we won't be here. We will take our police presence away, and you can protest peacefully. No police presence, no aggression, no need to feel you know, any of that animosity as long as you abide by the curfew laws, and they did.
0: Wow. Uh, A cop in Shreveport, Louisiana, hugged and comforted a protester who was crying. Someone posted the video on Twitter. He kept saying, I understand, I'm just as angry. Um, And they were holding each other. Thousands of people across cities all over the world have joined in peaceful protest and now have been marching through the streets, including cities in Mexico, Canada, UK, Australia, Germany, France, Italy, Denmark, New Zealand, Brazil, and even Syria. Syria? Syria? That's crazy.
3: You know, it's bad when third world countries are when, like, when hey, you, like, hey. Syria's like, Y'all got a problem.
0: Yeah, like America's got issues. <laughs> hey, guys. Have you seen what's going on in America? Woo. Glad we're here in Syria. So, yeah. So those are some good stories. Those are the positive stories out there. And was, I
3: think we need to remember that, that as much as the media likes to play the destruction on repeat things like this are happening more than the destruction is happening
0: yeah and i think this is against what uh you know we're going to see this more and more and i think this is going to be planting the seeds of hope and growth that america needs i think that this is going to have i think george floyd with his death Is going to create a massive change in America. I hope it is. I hope this is correct where we learn from this And as we start to go forward, we don't forget George Floyd's name and he becomes the name of the time period where it Changed where it stopped where we became aware Where in any conversation from this point on we can say hey remember what happened with George Floyd and we go Yeah, that was not a good time period This is something that we can We can learn from and grow from. And if we don't, then we'll be here again in 20 years or 10 years. But I don't think that's going to happen this time. I really don't. I hope that's the case. So, anywho, we'll take a little break. We'll be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for hanging with us today. Hopefully, you're having a good day and enjoying yourself. So, I wanted to uh, go into my favorite thing which is Craigslist. I didn't even know Craigslist still existed until I saw a story about missed connections. So I went in there and I took a -a peek-a-poo and geez Louise, is there a lot of lonely people in the world? So I'm gonna read to you some missed connections from our neighborhood right now. So these are people that you may or may not know. Um, Okay, so here you go. These are some local missed connections. If this happens to be you, feel free to call in at 877 516 9981 to claim your missed connections post. Otherwise, I guess sit back, relax and enjoy the crazy. This one says, "Looking for Superman. Don't miss out on the beautiful features, amazing body. Come over for some quick activity. Love, Sweet Honey, and I always love to cuddle." <laughs> Okay. Um a snap buddy looking for someone to snap with. Exchange dirty words and pics, you know. I just really want to see some dirty stuff. <laughs> These are actual misconnection posts from our neighborhood. Oh, jeez, Louise. Okay, here you go. Hey, uh, if you happen to be the manager at Jack in the Box, va-va-va-voom. I'd love to get a Whopper, if you know what I mean. Hit me up sometime. (laughs) Wait a minute. I don't think the Whopper's from Jack in the Box. I think someone's got the wrong person. Uh, someone else posted, I'm looking for a friend to hang out with, do chill things with, and of course, more when we're feeling it. I mean, not looking for a relationship, just looking for fun. I'm lacking. So send me like a pic, a phone number, a little bit about yourself. Maybe we can meet up tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> Don't wanna to sound desperate, but you are sounding completely desperate. Again, these are misconnections from our area, and these are just from yesterday alone. Just from yesterday alone. Hey, what's up? I'm a male looking for a female. And I think the important question is, is what's your favorite color? Mine's green. If yours is green as well, we have something in common. <laughs> Are these genuine pickup lines, ladies? Do these work for you? Well, he said he's into green. That's what I'm into. Um, and finally, this is it. I met you at Smart and Final. Uh, you were wearing a gray and white paint suit. Older and attractive. You were very friendly. I meant to talk more. We both left at the same time. I'm a 51-year-old male and I'm fit. And if you're that lady, I'd love to go to Smart and Final with you again. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to go to Smart and Final with you again. <laughs> that is that is a lot of fun. Um, there you go. Hopefully everybody... Uh, found so much joy in that. A lot of lonely people. They should change it from misconnections to lonely people. So anyway, there's that happening in our neighborhood. We'll take a break and be back. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. So if you're a Tiger King fan, this is something that's going to shock you to your core. Not shock you because it's shocking. More of like we're like, hey, we told you so. But everybody's like, Carol Baskin murdered her ex-husband. Well, it looks like more arrows are pointing to that direction as Tiger King County Sheriff in Florida has declared that the will of Carol Baskin's long-missing husband was forged. But because the statute of limitations has expired, there's nothing they can do about it. Here he is talking about it.
3: The only update was the fact that they... Called in some experts to say that the the will was a forgery, and I had already told them, you know that, what you know,
0: two months ago. Wait, the will is a forgery? Oh yeah, no, they had two experts deem it 100 percent a forgery. 100 percent a forgery. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. <laughs> so I don't know, something's going on there. That seems to be progressing along. Uh, America's Got Talent had a new episode last night, and Sophia Vergara was on. Vergara, Vera, Vergara, Vergara. I always butcher her last name, but either way, you know who I'm talking about beautiful lady from uh, popular actress. Anyway, she was on, and there was a ten year old uh, Robert uh, B. who did a performance of "Shallow" from A Star Is Born. She got the golden buzzer. He said he was bullied. Here's that performance.
2: Hold
1: unbelievable. You
2: are so likeable, so humble, bearing in mind you've got this you must have great friends. (laughs) Great parents. But sometimes I do get bullied so. Do you? You're ten years old that's impossible to sing like that at ten years old and you know what let's see who is going to bully you after this.
0: There it is. Well, what a good moment for everyone to watch. Um, We're going to take a little break. We're going to be back in a moment, so stick around. we got your stupidest person of the day. It's right here with Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere.
2: Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine.
0: That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is a brother and sister duo who went on TikTok and posted videos of himself his brother and his sister doing the shock collar challenge while ordering food through a drive-through window. It is quite possibly the stupidest thing you could ever watch. We have so much things going on in the world and they thought this is what they're going to do with their time. So I give you the stupidest family I could find on TikTok, which was very difficult because I do find a lot of stupid people on TikTok, but here you go. These are the stupidest of the day. Shock collar brother edition.
1: Oh yeah, baby. <laughs>
0: Hi there. How are you?
2: How are you?
0: Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I get two small blizzard, please? <laughs> Oreo cheesecake. <laughs> <Come on.
2: laughs> Shot collar. This is what you guys wanted. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> don't don't. Can I please get
3: a large? No, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> a large price! <laughs>
0: Thank you. Yeah, of course they do recommend not wearing a shock collar if you're a human, but if you're that stupid, then you probably should wear one. I mean, I hope they wear it all the time and just continue to shock themselves. I mean, the only thing about this that wasn't shocking to me was the fact that they were doing it because the more videos you see of this family, you go, well, it makes sense, you know? Darwin has a way of weeding out certain families. (laughs) So, I don't know. The next one will be, shot collar in a pool ends tragically in one TikTok video. (laughs) I hope not. But man, that's pretty stupid. Anyway, there's your dumbest person of the day. We'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash
1: their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep.
2: Oh man, talk about
1: a
0: freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Checking with the late night uh, television shows, Jimmy Kimmel had a teleconference with Shaquille O'Neal last night and Shaq says arrests need to be made on the other cops in Minneapolis as well.
1: And what happened to George Floyd was all the way wrong absolutely wrong on call for I, i've never seen that technique taught a lot of police officers i talked to would never do that everybody's upset everybody's tired and the governor of minnesota needs to do something i think the other three guys need to be arrested I, I think that's all the family is looking
0: for no i i agree too jimmy kimmel talked about what white privilege means to him here's jimmy kimmel on that people who are white we don't have to deal
1: with negative assumptions being made about us based on the color of our skin. It rarely happens, if ever. Whereas black people experience that every day, like every day. And please don't tell me you don't ever make assumptions about people based on the color of their skin because I just, I don't believe it, we all do. I know I have, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I have. And so imagine if you can, how frustrating it must be to have to Prove yourself to be something other than what people assume you probably are every day. Sometimes multiple times every day. White privilege doesn't mean your life hasn't been hard. It just means the color of your skin isn't one of the things that makes it harder.
0: Mm. Jimmy Fallon said Jimmy is not going to do any music. He said on The Tonight Show, because of Blackout Tuesday, there would be no music on the show.
3: Tonight, join
1: Jimmy and his guests. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Phoebe Robinson,
0: W. Kamal Bell, and the legendary Roots crew. It's the Tonight Show at Home Edition. And now, here's Jimmy. Hey,
1: everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Tonight Show. Uh, as you just saw, our opening sequence had no music. That was not a mistake. That was done in solidarity with the music industry and Blackout Tuesday, which means no music will be used in our show at all tonight.
0: Yeah, and uh, The Tonight Show had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He explained how racism is like dust in the air. You can't see it until a ray of light is shined on it. Here he is. One
1: of the lines that stuck in, in my head uh, when I was reading uh, uh, your piece was, you said that racism is like dust in the air. Have you ever been in a room, uh, and it's really dusty, but you can't see it until you, you shine a flashlight and you see all the dust smokes in, uh, in the ray of light. They were there the whole time. But you didn't notice them until uh, the light turns on. I think that's uh, that's what we're dealing with. Racism and, and bias in our criminal justice system it has been there ever since the founding fathers. And something has to be done about it.
0: And there it is. That's what we had. If there was comedians last night, man, uh, we didn't see any of them. So uh, there was no... Usually we do comedians and stuff, but I, I don't know. I just don't think right now is the time. You can't follow that up with... A whole bunch of jokes and think it's okay. So we'll take a break. We'll be back and uh don't go anywhere. It's Danny and Kate.
1: If it's on the internet, it must be true.
0: Celebrities are rich.
1: Paparazzi with the cameras,
0: good looking,
1: and better than us.
2: Kind of nice having so much to celebrate.
1: It's time for celebrity dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. George Clooney speaks out on racism from the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. George Clooney has written an essay calling for lasting change following the death of George Floyd. Clooney says America's greatest pandemic is racism. It infects all of us. And in 400 years, we've yet to find a vaccine. Spike Lee has released a short film which likens the deaths of George Floyd and Eric Gardner to Radio Raheem, a character in his 1989 movie Do the Right Thing. All three died at the hands of police officers. Celebrating an ET birthday today, Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts is 79, comedian Dana Carvey is 65, and which crazy rich Asian star was also trained as a jazz trumpeter? That would be Aquafina, who today turns 32. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. This report brought to you by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier.
0: Awesome, Kevin. We'll be back in a couple. Danny Kate on your morning drive. Good morning to you. So what do we got? What is it like turning 40? Tim Crumpier was out promoting his uh, new stand-up comedy. And uh, it's pretty funny stuff, so I want to play some of it for you. So here it is. What is it like turning 40 according to Tim Crompier? Enjoy. I'm 40 years old, this is my haircut. This is what I'm doing, this is what I'm living with. But you know, I'm 40 and that's what it's, it's a tough age for a man. It really
2: is, you ladies don't get it. It's really hard on us. Because every day is a physical surprise. Every day you wake up and something happens. You know what happened to me today? I woke up and my hip popped in and out for no reason at all, no warning. I rolled back in bed, went on WebMD on the phone because that's what we do, right? I put in hip-popping and out, and you know what it said? It said, you're 40, dude, walk it off. That's what it said. <laughs> but this is my body at 40, and you know what, ladies? This is what it is, I'm happy with it. I'm not gonna argue it, this is what I got. Not my 20s, my 20s. The assets were obvious, let me tell you, all right? Let me break it down for you. Six-pack abs. all right? Flowing hair, thick hair, I could go like this whenever I wanted, just. Uh, chiseled chin, I didn't have this one and a half chin, I didn't have this, Really. I didn't have it. The fact that you're laughing hurts my feelings, but I know it's there. But I got different assets at 40s, ladies. I got different assets at 40, all right? This is what I got. I think you're gonna enjoy it. You ready? This is what I got. I got two abs and a 790 credit score. Yeah, that's what I'm rocking right now. Thank you. hmm Yeah. If you want mediocre sex and a cosigner, I'm the guy for you. We can lay in bed and put your head on my chubby little belly. And talk about the coach bag I might buy you if you're a good girl.
0: <laughs> Turning 40. Dimitri Martin, he had a stand-up uh, career for a while, which was pretty popular. Starting to gain some traction again as people are searching for different shows to watch. Here he is talking about birdhouses.
2: Birds are one of the only other creatures who make their own houses, and they're one of the only creatures we make houses for. That is arrogant. Is that bird? That's a house? That, that's your house, huh? There's some sticks in a circle. This is embarrassing. You want a house? Tell you what, I'll make you a house. It'll be like a little human house. There, a tiny little person house for you. A little hole that's too small for your body to try to get in and out of there. Birds are in the house like, I feel ridiculous. The other animals think we're trying to be little people. This is just really pathetic. Shut up, Lewis. It's a free house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and
1: Kate.